Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Monday, July 18th, 2022. Our bit today is taken from Psalm 18, verse 32. And it says, It is God that girded me with strength and maketh my way perfect. One more time around the block, friends. Yes, if you didn't know by now, it's Monday. It's time to get out there and labor. Labor is unto God. And I do hope that we are all ready, willing, and able to handle our nemesis, our constant opponent, this first day of the work week, who consistently upsets our apple carts simply because we are not ready to handle it. We have not made the necessary preparations to engage in the battle of wits and spirit that Monday always throws up at us, meaning too much partying and worldly things on the weekend, not going to church and being spiritually refreshed through fellowship with other believers and hearing the word of God. Also not enough physical rest. But those are both essential if we want to present a good, strong front on Mondays and give the enemy a run for his money. And that is only possible when we acknowledge these facts that Paul lays out in Psalm 18, titled Thanksgiving for Deliverance, where he confidently proclaims, It is God that girded me with strength and maketh my way perfect. Oh, friends, that is the absolute truth. And until we sincerely believe it and put it into action, we will not be able to conquer anything the enemy sends against us. And why do you think we can make the authoritative boast of Brother Paul to the church at Rome, where he says, Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And we know that comes from Romans 8, 37. Excuse me. Yes, it's only through the wonderful love of our great and wonderful God that we are made strong, made conquering heroes in Christ. And Brother David ramps it up even more when he continues, He maketh my feet like hinds' feet, the feet of the deer, and setteth me upon my high places. He teacheth my hands to war, so that a bow of steel is broken by mine arms, which really means a bow of bronze can be bent. Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation, and thy right hand hath holden or held me up, and thy gentleness hath made me great. And that comes from Psalm 18, 33 to 35, and it's more absolute truth, my people. It is indeed the Lord God Jehovah who enables us to first resist and then defeat the enemy. And Jesus reiterates that truth when he says to the disciples, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, 
the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. And that comes from John 15, 4 to 5. No, that says it all, my fellow believers. Without Jesus, we can do nothing. And if you don't believe him, then try doing stuff without him now and see how far you'll get. But then too, but Paul puts it very nicely in his second letter to the church at Corinth. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiencies of God. Glory be ye saints of Christ. And that comes from 2 Corinthians 3, 5. Now, remember what Paul also said to the Ephesians. For by grace are ye that you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And that comes from Ephesians 2, verses 8 to 9. Oh, my people, until we realize, recognize, and understand that who we are and most of what we have come from the goodness of God, we'll never live up to the plan he has set out for us or reach the pinnacle that he desires us to reach. Remember what Jesus said? I'm come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. And we know that comes from John 10, 10b. That means if we don't live for Jesus, don't abide in him and have him abide in us, then we won't live the abundant life he died for us to have thereby negating his sacrificial death, making all his pain and suffering of no use. And what I can't understand is why in tragic and disturbing times like these, we aren't turning back to God in greater droves than we currently are, since our own efforts are not helping to, to diffuse the evil and ungodly situations we are now facing. In fact, our efforts are only making them worse. One would expect in a time like this, a revival of God-fearing proportions would be taking place. People would be waking up like the Israelites used to do when they found themselves between a rock and a hard place after turning away from the God of their forefathers. But it seems that the contrary thing is happening now. People are turning away from God more than they are turning to him. Unfortunately, though, there is no wisdom in that. Wisdom dictates that if all our efforts are failing, then we try something or somebody else like Jehovah God. And I guess these words of Paul's first letter to the Corinthians echo the sentiments that populate our world today. When he says, for the Jews require a sign and the Greeks seek after wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block and unto the Greeks foolishness, but unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than man, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. 
And that comes from 1 Corinthians 1, 22, 25. And no, it couldn't be said any better than that, my friends. That's why for those of us who believe, it's essential to go to God in prayer, asking for divine help and guidance. So let's do that right now, now through our Monday morning battle hymn. As one sincere voice, our Father who art in heaven, we, your humble servants, praise your holy name and thank you this Monday morning for life and strong faith in Christ despite the mass confusion in our world. We desperately need your divine help, for you are the only one with the power to solve our many problems. Heavenly Father, we admit that we have all sinned and seriously disobeyed your word, but we know that you are a merciful, forgiving, and gracious God who has faithfully promised to hear and answer our prayers when we humble ourselves, pray, and sincerely seek your face. That's why we come to you now with sincere repentance in our hearts, pleading with you to give us wise guidance and direction to alleviate our problems. And Father, we pray that you will ease the pain of the many who are suffering from negative situations. Please show them your awesome grace and mercy and keep your promise that you will hear our prayer, forgive us, and heal our land if we turn from our evil ways. Please show this evil world that you are indeed Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. And we pray this in the holy and blessed name of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And again we say, Amen. Now friends, what must we do after we pray? Wait with eager expectation while keeping whatever promises we've made. Much love. And the postscript for today says, In Christ alone my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. And that's the gospel truth, friends. Our only hope is in Christ. Without him, we are nothing. We can't do anything. And Satan will just keep us down and drive us further into hell. So please, let's get up and live for him. Wake up. Let's go out there and show people the strength and wonder of Christ, our Lord and Savior. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.